1: And together, they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out Gaylords of Darkness! Yeah, so, uh, welcome everybody. I'm welcome. Stacey Ponder, and my co-host Anthony Hudson. Yes, hello. And we are the Gaylords of Darkness.
0: hmm Um,
1: I think we're gonna... Uh, not to speak for both of us, Anthony, but let me speak for both of us for just a second here. Right, 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 right. Um, I think this is the new direction we're going to try in 2022, right?
0: Yeah, yes, yeah, I think so. Just a, a, a calmer, softer Gaylords, you know?
1: Calmer, more NPR-adjacent.
0: NPR-adjacent, right,
1: right. Um, you know, just more serious. Like, boy, oh boy, we've just had years and mm-hmm. years of fuckery. And... Uh, <laughs>
0: That's the word for it. That's the word. It's it's a, a little uh, too. Um, we didn't want anything that was too much. There's such a time of assault on the senses, yes. and so we were thinking, why don't we? Why don't we take a deep breath, and and sit down at a nice placemat, and um, and talk about horror movies in the way they were meant to, removed of of any passion or laughter.
1: Well, no fun, really, but that's fine. You can go and have fun other places.
0: Yeah, there's there, uh, you could go to the ice rink.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what just happened? I,
0: I thought I'd try it. <laughs> <laughs> well, It's good to try on new hats every now and then, but this sure. is not us, Stacey. The,
1: you know what? This is my problem when I go clothes shopping.
0: Is, is it? It,
1: <laughs> it? Yes. I look at the clothes and I say, hmm... I think I'll try that. That might look okay because I have no idea what would actually look okay. And then I get home and I'm like, oh, what am I thinking? It's like I'm wearing some kind of drag or something. Like what is this? Well,
0: cause you challenge yourself because you say, I'm going to I'm going to get that smock and I'm going to be wonderful. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I say that. You said often.
0: that. I was there yeah. when you said that. That's true. I have the recording from my brooch. And <laughs> It it never works. Like in that moment what who is that horrible person that possesses us in the in the Montgomery ward where suddenly, you know, you're standing in front of the mirror and you think, Well, it's not me, but on a special occasion I could bust this out and I'm going to be wonderful. And then you get home and it just sits and then eight years later you look at it and you're like, Why the fuck what 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 did I convince myself that I could be?
1: Yeah, how drunk was I? And then Mm -hmm. I take it to goodwill, and that's it. hopefully someone can find some enjoyment. So anyway, that's just a little who cares about me. Ah, boy. (laughs) We... 2022. It's off to it. Listen, how are we supposed to feel when you look around at society, and it feels like we're right back at the beginning of the pandemic, but this time, instead of actually doing anything about it, Society has just decided to say, Yeah and
0: <laughs> Stacy, it's different. Now we have vaccines that we're not taking, okay? We can work through it with the tools that we choose not to use. I don't understand why you're being a negative Nancy about this. True.
1: It's also it's very out of character for me to be so negative.
0: It is. It is. <laughs>
1: So forgive me if my fashion and my outlook are frozen in amber. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Love it or leave it. Okay,
0: okay. It's a it's a wild time. January. This is uh, I think one of the more fun Januarys I've had. I don't know about you.
1: All my Januarys are the same. I it's an eternal January. We've always been at war with January. Eternal <laughs> January. <laughs> Life has become an eternal January.
0: It ha- th- it really has. Th- this January is hell on earth. I hate this. Everyone is sick. Everyone I know. Uh, what what are you, Stacy? Are you going to go see Scream? <laughs> <laughs> you know, exclusive to the theater. Are you going to go? Why aren't you going to go? These
1: movies are coming out now, and they say only in theaters. And I say, well, good luck.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh well, thank you.
1: <laughs> it's surprising. That they're not doing an online option. Yeah, that's what I mean when I'm just like, everybody's like, well, okay, so there's a pandemic.
0: Get over it. Go sit three feet away from somebody with this thing that you could even get through your mask.
1: Yeah, and then they take off their mask and they get a big oh. handful of popcorn and they're like, <sighs> and you can just like <laughs> visualize the air coming out. I hate that anyway. Even without a pandemic, I hate that. But if I mean, you go,
0: if, if you're going to a movie at the height of Omicron, you should have, they should be playing, you know that Nicole Kidman AMC ad that I love? No. Well, Stacey, you're missing out. They should be playing that in all the theaters. But instead of that, that they, I, I think they do play that at the theaters. They should be playing, okay, you know at the movie theater when they play the roller coaster, and it's, you go through the roller coaster and the, the popcorn pops?
1: What? The movies on your side of the manor are very different <laughs> than the movies on my side of the We manor. have Nicole Kidman and roller coasters. What do you have? <laughs> Just... Local commercials and then a movie.
0: You <laughs> a weather forecast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you well, and your I'm big doing. city coming attractions. We've got big city coming attractions. We have the celebrities. But what we should have is they should play the scene from Outbreak. When everyone's sitting in the movie theater, yuck, yuck, yucking it, and then all the little particles get into the ventilator. Yeah. And then they shoot out, and then Rene Russo says, this is going to be a science problem.
1: <laughs> I personally feel like Isabelle Huppert, 365 oh. days a year, pandemic or no, where I say, movie theaters, no food, no drinks, watch a movie, go home.
0: <laughs> That's it. No food? What, are you going to sit there and eat? Like, (laughs) disgusting. Silence and then leave. Silence and then leave. You are
1: allowed to laugh or sigh or whatever. But I mean, I don't want to listen to you chew. I'm trying, it's like, you're watching fucking Schindler's List or something and somebody next door has milk duds in their mouth and they're, oh, God. Please. Am I going to see screams? Are you? You're going to go. I I, I, I have to
0: know what's going to. I'm not excited for it, unlike everybody else. Not just because I want to sound cool. Like, I just genuinely, I don't understand why there's a new one that looks the same as the last one. But they're like, this time they're going back to where it began. And I'm like, that's what the last one was. (laughs) But so I'm not excited. But I don't want to go get. I don't want to go get COVID to see. I don't want to see Scream and get COVID. I'm going to go see it. It's just when. When will I see it?
1: Like, I know. Like, th- this is not a question for me. Because, no offense, Anthony, but we'll talk and you'll say, like, well, I saw Little Orphan Annie Part 2 last week. And I'm like, what? Why? <laughs> like, you'll, you'll see anything, probably. And so scream that you have... Is that a reference to when I saw Mary Poppins? <laughs> That Dude. could be. <laughs> probably, or fucking Dora the Explorer or whatever. Hey, don't knock like, it. That one was <laughs> Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, the Scream is well within the bounds of something you will go to a theater to see. It's in the
0: wheelhouse. It has Courtney Cox and Neve Campbell. I'm there. And then I'll sit there and I'll say, that was the movie. And then I'll be like, Stacy, let's talk. And then you'll say, I'm never going to watch it. And then it will die inside <laughs> me. Yeah. That will be the saga of me seeing Scream 5. Oh, you'll post about it, I'm sure. I'll say, uh, well, or I'll not, or I'll not, because everyone will love it, and I'll just be like, ugh.
1: Maybe you'll love it. Did you learn nothing from Little Orphan Annie Part 2? The sun will come out tomorrow. (laughs) That's the, the sun came out in that one. You had, you had to wait for the second one for the sun to fucking come out. (laughs) Anyway.
0: The first Annie, I don't remember very well. Little Orphan Annie Part 1, in which the world is in nuclear winter and they're waiting <laughs> for the sun to come out.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, that's a movie for another day.
0: This is true. Today is a movie that I've never seen. And is from a very, a very different day. From a long time ago days. Like, many days ago.
1: This movie was a very early pandemic purchase for me uh i think it was twilight time movies you know you ever buy anything from twilight time
0: yeah no yeah i went i went kind of ballistic when because they went out of business right
1: yeah they went out of business early on
0: yeah and i got i got a bunch of stuff when that happened
1: yeah so this was one of my purchases from them very early in the pandemic so uh i watched this movie and i went goo goo so I kind of, I said, Anthony, it's, it's, it might be horror adjacent. It's a thriller. Let's do an episode because mostly I just wanted you to see it.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, and I am so glad I saw it cause I loved it. Okay. Have I seen a Marilyn Monroe movie before? I don't think, I think this is my, I think I've only seen the movie where Michelle Williams played Marilyn Monroe. <laughs>
1: she kind of transcends having to ever actually see any of her movies. Anyway, the movie we're talking about today is 1952. Right! 1952 film called Don't Bother to Knock.
0: I did not... You're absolutely right about Marilyn Monroe. Like, you just exist in culture, and you you have been exposed to her and are familiar with her and her work. Um, I did not expect this... I did not expect uh her in this.
1: It's this was she had she had already made like 15 movies or something like that, but she was always kind of uh supporting roles, comedies. She was the Marilyn Monroe that you know, and this movie was her first attempt to show that she could actually act and to do something more serious. Because really Despite all of the sex symbol, blah, blah, blah. Like, she just wanted to act. Like, she took classes throughout her life with Lee Strasberg. Like, she just wanted to be an actress.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. Um, and she's terrific in this film.
0: Yeah, it's not... I, how do you even begin to tell people... Like, this movie takes you on a ride. Like, it's like, it's like a martyrs-esque <laughs> ride. <laughs> <laughs> Where the movie starts out, and you think it is one thing... Like, it it very much feels like a a 50s um, meet-cute ensemble comedy set in, like, this hotel where there's this nice fancy bar. And, oh, look, here's Anne Bancroft. And she's gorgeous and perfect and a legend. And she's hanging out, talking with the bartender. And she's like, hey, Joe you know what the problem is of what's a a gal like me blah 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 and they're just commiserating over drinks and then suddenly as she's in the middle of this monologue about her life suddenly her cue comes up a spotlight is on her she swivels around her stool at the at the bar and she starts lounge singing
1: (laughs) and i'm like yeah
0: she's singing i like potato chips and i i'm saying what what is happening and then you meet all these other characters, and then you meet Marilyn Monroe, and then it's just like, oh, well, let's we're gonna find out what's happening with all these different people hanging out in this hotel. Meanwhile, like this psychosexual thriller, <laughs> a la streetcar named Desire begins to happen with Marilyn Monroe upstairs with a kid, and then it gets more and more, and more and more, and more and more nuts. Yeah, it gets really intense at times. Like, there's... A,
1: like, ah, I'm on the edge of my seat at times in this movie. Uh, and it's really unexpected. It's super psychological thriller. Yeah. Um, that doesn't start that way. This movie has... One of the most interesting things about this movie to me is the fact that it takes place in real time. Movies don't usually do that. But it does from beginning to end. You get several songs from Anne Bancroft. This was her... By the way, this was her first screen role really yep this is her first movie uh she was 21
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> yeah which is so weird because i know we all have that thing where it's like if the the singer the actor the movie whatever is older than us we always think of these people as being older than us but it's like this she was 21 like a twenty-one year old uh, in nineteen fifty-two is so fucking different than a twenty-one year old now. That's the thing. Like, I mean, we assume that they're
0: older than us, but also also the I don't know, life expectancy, what you what you've like by that point she could have had seven marriages in the fifties like as awful as society was. That's does that does not track. Societal
1: expectations, people graduated from high school and got a job that was their job that they had through their whole
0: life. Like, a t- I think of a 21-year-old now, and it's like, well, you know, oh, I have to call in late to Jamba Juice. <laughs> Whatever. But this, like, she's like, tell me again, Joe. She, <laughs> she starts singing her song about how she loves going to the zoo.
1: She's a world-weary... Uh, classy cowgirl lounge singer at a hotel <laughs> at 21
0: classy cowgirl when, she's got her nice evening wear but then she has these like studded leather uh, she has a studded leather cuff and a belt and they just serve full on rodeo witch with these yeah. like <laughs> yeah. the studded stars on them oh it's great
1: This the cast of this movie is fucking incredible from top to bottom yep Anne Bancroft, Marilyn Monroe, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Richard Widmark mm-hmm. is our leading man. Of course, Gaylord's listeners, I'm sure, remember him from The Swarm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the General, who says, Well, the bees have always been our friends.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's your first mistake.
1: Uh, Alicia Cook Jr., as uh, Marilyn Monroe plays Nell, by the way, as Nell's Uncle Eddie. Mm hmm who Savvy Gaylord's listeners know from, like, a hundred things. Salem's Lot, Messiah of Evil, a little small part by Jim Backus, a.k.a. Mr. Howell from Gilligan's Island. The Millionaire! Yeah, and uh, an uncredited cameo as the photographer that comes that works at the hotel lounge who comes through and takes <gasps> pictures of all the loving couples. That is uh, Gloria Blondell who is the sister of Joan Blondell. Really?
0: Mhm.
1: <clears throat> Joan Blondell, one of the greatest comedic actresses, like they were a vaudeville family. Um Joan Blondell did, she did like gold diggers of 1933 and like the Busby Berkeley pictures. And
0: yeah, she was a pre code legend. She was also, wasn't she the, she was the Tony Collette role in the original nightmare alley too.
1: I mean the pet, and it's directed by Roy Ward Baker. Um, one of the great British directors who has done so many horror yep. movies that people probably know the vampire lovers, excuse me.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Vault of horror. He did the quarter mass films. Uh, just one of the greats and one little i thought of you anthony i don't know if you noticed because you know old movies have the credits right up front mm-hmm. did, you, did you see makeup artist was ben nye what yeah i didn't even notice that
0: i when, the first time i saw valley of the dolls um i i saw that credit that said ben nye and I, lo- I, I, the first thing I just said out loud, he's a real person? Right? Because, <laughs> like, that's the makeup I
1: use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So he did the makeup for this. That's amazing.
0: Wow. He was painting Marilyn Monroe's face. Wow. Wow.
1: Yeah, so it all takes place in real time at the McKinley Hotel, which is a hotel where you have long-term guests, people kind of live there, there's a convention, there's there's a detective (laughs) there's a hotel detective it's just one of those hotels that i guess they were real but it's so like 1952 cinema you know it feels
0: very like towering inferno (laughs) in a way like here's this there's everything you need in this hotel
1: poltergeist three
0: Yeah, yes, absolutely Poltergeist (laughs) 3, 100%. Nancy Allen is running around being like, I need to get rid of this niece.
1: Yeah, (laughs) I got to go by Claire's and then go by the art museum and then back upstairs to our apartment. It's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And so Nell, played by Marilyn Monroe, has arrived at the hotel. Her uncle Eddie, who runs the elevator, has gotten her a gig babysitting for a family who have a bunny... Bunny is lit and legit.
0: Yeah, she's great.
1: Um, but they have a function downstairs, so Nell is going to stay with Bunny for a while. And <laughs> man, this movie just spirals. Until, <laughs> like, ay, ay, ay. She and. <laughs> Honestly, like, this movie gets fucking wild for
0: 1952. Especially with this beginning. It cannot be stated enough. You think you're just meeting characters that are just hanging out and you're just going to see a cute slice of life from all of them in this hotel. And what starts with Marilyn Monroe showing up and being like, oh, hello, yes, I'll babysit your child, <laughs> like, turns into, oh, now I'm going to put on your jewelry. Oh, now I'm going to take a call from the man across the way. Until you're like, oh, my God, she's what is she doing now? <laughs> like, what is happening Don't go out the window!
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that I get so nervous when people are doing, like in movies, when people are doing things they're not supposed to be doing and they might get caught. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like when someone sneaks into a house or something and they're rifling through the drawers or like, you know... Mm -hmm. Oh, I think our... Oh, I think the the new nanny is crazy. I'm gonna look through her drawers and see if I can find evidence. And then the nanny comes home. Like I just get so nervous
0: <laughs> Yeah, and then you're Susan Tyrell your dad in the closet.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that's this. Like Nell reads oh reads God. Bunny a story and puts her to bed and closes the door. She has Bunny has an adjoining room. And then immediately Nell starts putting on uh Mrs. Jones' clothes, she puts on her dress, she puts on her earrings and her bracelet. She starts putting on her perfume, and, and it's just like, no, Nell, no, what are you doing? You're gonna get caught, they're gonna come back, and you're in her clothes, it's so weird.
0: <laughs> Which is exactly what her uncle says to her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Jed, played by Richard Woodmark, is a pilot who has flown in from Chicago. He's had a kind of a romance- with Anne Bancroft, who is Lynn Leslie, the singing cowgirl. Um, But Lynn Leslie has called it off, and so he storms up to his room, and he's just gonna, like, find another. He's going through his little black book. Uh, As he says, the female race is always cheesing up my life.
0: Oh, God, he is a hot piece of shit.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's a cad, but such a great fucking cad, right? Yeah. Um... And so his room is across the courtyard from the room where Marilyn Monroe is babysitting. And they spy each other through the window. She's dancing around in Mrs. Jones's dress. And Mm -hmm. so he calls the room. And before long, she invites him over to the room. And you're like, no, Nell, don't do it. What are you doing? And then Bunny is like, what the fuck?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the dialogue is straight out of 1952. Yeah.
1: yeah, she gets up and is like, What the fuck is going on here? And Jed is like, okay, like why don't you go back to sleep? Meanwhile, Nell basically gets homicidal. Like basically like watching Nell's face go from Marilyn Monroe, like perfect when she furrows her brow. And it's just yes. like, to a child, and it's like, you should be quiet. You're ruining my life. It's <laughs> yes! Like, it's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. And there's this scene that just, I am on the edge of my seat. Uh, the windows, this is before oh. hotels like had windows that couldn't open. And so they are on the eighth floor. Oh, my
0: God this window
1: scene the window scene the window is wide open bunny is on the windowsill looking out and being like look at the people down there look at the people over there and Nell is standing next to her and just slowly puts her hand on Bunny's back like she's gonna push her out the fucking window and then Jed saves her at the last second, because nosy old Mrs. Baloo downstairs sees the kid and screams, and so Jed oh rushes over. Oh my
0: god, it's so good. That, that neighbor is the fucking worst. Yeah. I love her.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I love how she is Grammy Karen. Um, she is a nightmare. She sees this child hanging out the window, and rightfully so, screams bloody murder. Yeah. Uh, tasks herself with solving the mystery, and it turns out like the reason that she's showing up and is screaming and is like, "I have a right to know what's going on, or I will call the police." Like the whole reason that she, <laughs> she's just wants the juicy go- drama gossip. Oh yeah, she's just nosy. And then she's like, "Oh, was the man in your room pretty? Did you kiss?" <laughs> like she's just a little, a little creep. Yeah, I love yeah. her, but she was a monster. But that scene. The window. Oh my I feel God. like that in the as a as a microcosm of this film as a whole, that scene captures all the, the balancing act of the tension in this film, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Where it's like, you don't really know what you know she keeps talking about Marilyn Monroe, Nell keeps talking about like, oh, there was a there was a, a pilot. There's something something in her past with a man that died. And there's actually a really wonderful moment where she like she puts on the jewelry, she puts on the ma- uh, the perfume, and then she hears a plane fly overhead, and then you just see a single tear streaming down her face, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's spectacular. But you you know that something is off with her. You don't know where she's going to go with that, yeah. and so seeing her next to this girl putting her hand on her back, it's like. And then seeing the camera slowly move towards it, it's like, is she going to push her? Is she just putting a hand on her in case she needs to grab her? Is it for reassurance or safety? What is going to happen? And it's that tension is where you're at through 99% of this movie, especially from, you know, two-thirds of the way through on.
1: And what I love about it is that none of these moments are highlighted by music. It's like no. the the moment like there isn't some like like to to tell you to to feel tension. It's like it's just no. there because you're like this woman is clearly unhinged. We got a close up earlier when she was putting lipstick on of she has scars on her wrists probably mm-hmm. from self-harm. Uh, and it's like she's not going to like is this going to escalate to
0: fucking pushing a child out of an 8 story window? It could it could and that's really just the first thing that happens
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it just spirals from there and I love that it's just like these basic these like basically two locations you go back and forth from the lounge to the room mostly a few scenes in the elevator but it's just Oh like yeah, with
0: Mrs. McMurdoch and her dog. And her dog.
1: <laughs> but it's like this small enclosed thing that spirals so far out of control in real time. And it's just yeah. like what a structurally intrigue intriguing film. Like Yeah. I just love it.
0: Yeah, it's real juicy. Real juicy. The cast is fantastic. Marilyn Monroe is it's just so nuts. Like, I just didn't know that she did stuff like this. I'm clue. like, I- you know, in my mind, there's like, you know, there's like the some-like-it-hot Marilyn. I know that, you know, in her story, she really wanted to act. I didn't know she got to do, like, this kind of thing. Uh, it's just wild.
1: Just keeps spiraling as Nell's facade quickly crumbles. Jed kind of becomes tipped off that, as he calls her, that she's a girl with a lot of variations. Which I loved.
0: God, Jed has the best lines. The, uh, the script for this is fantastic. It's really funny. Yeah, like, I, I mean, he, he says, like, um what, there's a great line. He says, she's silk on one side, sandpaper on the other.
1: Uh, and then uh, Nell's uncle, Eddie, gets off of work and decides he's going to come hang out with her. And it's like, basically, it comes out that Nell has been in an institution in Oregon. They put her on a bus and sent her to Uncle Eddie because they thought she was cured and thought she could be okay and so he got her this job at the hotel and maybe it can become a regular thing there's always people who need babysitters in the hotel i thought you were okay she's super not okay um (laughs) uh, jed being a pilot she starts to think that maybe he is the reincarnation of her dead lover Mm -hmm. um she intimates how abusive her household was Mm-hmm. Her parents and everything like it's just a super tragic backstory and Jed goes for like one of the reasons why Lynn Leslie the Singing cowgirl why she broke up with him is because she's like look you're a lot of fun And I like you and everything but basically you have no heart like you don't care about anybody else. You're an asshole yeah. um, And but he instead of just walking away from Nell, kind of becomes invested in her well-being to the surprise of everybody including Lynn Leslie, the singing cowgirl. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Yeah, she
0: gets a happy ending.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she gets a nice happy ending. Um, well,
0: Marilyn's carted off to the streetcar named Desire Prison or Asylum.
1: She ends up conking her uncle over the head with one of those ashtrays, like like a nineteen fifties ashtray, which is a piece of furniture. See, like,
0: full-on martyrs, right? At this point? (laughs) Yeah. When she's running at him and just bashes him in the back of the head as he's going to open that door and find, um, find, uh, um what? Oh, Jed?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because Jed's been hiding in the bathroom. She conks him over the head as Jed is then tending to the wounded Eddie. Oh, my God. The shot of... Nell quietly sneaking into Bunny's room because Bunny has woken up and has seen this. And when she, when Nell conked Eddie in the head, Bunny started crying because, of course, yep. she did. And then Nell just quietly opening the door to Bunny's room and walking in and shutting the door. And you're like,
0: what is she gonna do now?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah, we've already seen her almost push her out a window. Yeah.
1: So you're just, again, on the edge of your seat because you have no idea where it's going to go. Uh, Mrs. Jones, Bunny's mother, wants to come up and check on her. It's just like, the jig is up, Nell. But Nell has fucking hog-tied Bunny. <laughs> oh, my God! And put her on the floor. And then when everything is really over and Jed's like, look, I'm out of here. I gotta go. And Nell feels like she's lost everything. She does try to kill Bunny. Yep. It's off screen. We don't see it. But uh, thankfully, Mrs. Jones returns in time and she and Nell get into like a little slap fight. It's fucking wild, this movie, That's man. Marilyn
0: Monroe getting thrown onto the ground violently. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like she was going to kill the child. Like like I said, it's off screen. It's out of the shot. See, she must have been like strangling her. Because when it's,
0: how it's filmed, like, off screen, mom r- goes running in and you just hear her scream at what she sees. So at that point, I've assumed that the child has been killed. Yeah. Until, of course, then it cuts and then there's a fight's happening and Bunny's tied up. But, like, I was, I was, like, my heart was racing. Yeah. And I was fully convinced it was, she was small sacrifices, this child. Every, and it was just awful. <laughs>
1: That kid has been through it, man.
0: <laughs> Poor Bunny. Poor
1: Bunny had a night. And Bunny is so cool and, like, yeah, really, really really bad. mature. And then when she's like, Mommy, the lady! And her mom's like, oh, I guess we've never seen anybody like her. It's like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I guess not.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it's so good. What? Yeah. It's so good. And then Nell ends up having her, basically, her Blanche DuBois ending. Oh in the lobby and it's really wonderful and i love the way lynn leslie the singing cowgirl goes to her yeah is so kind and the way jed is so kind to her and convinces her like no the man you loved is dead and we're gonna help take care of you and then she's carted away jed and lynn leslie the singing cowgirl have their happy ending because it's like oh he does have feelings
0: yeah it turns out he cares about something
1: Mm hmm. So at least Nell's journey was good for something. Bunny's traumatized. Bunny's traumatized. The parents are probably never going to let a babysitter near their child ever again. Uncle uh, has
0: a traumatic brain injury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: But romance
0: blooms. <laughs> yeah. And Marilyn gets to say, Oh, people who love each other. And it's taken away. It's sad it's fucked up it's a
1: wild movie it's really sad poor nell poor Nell. nothing's ever worked out for a movie nell really
0: no oh, no you have no, this no.
1: nell you have nell, nell. hmm. you have uh who else wasn't nell wasn't that the last wasn't exorcism that... yeah wasn't, she was a nell
0: wasn't that also um valley of the dolls or was that neely wait that was neely Neely. Neely yeah. O'Hara, yeah. Nell adjacent. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Jody Foster Nell.
1: Right, yeah, that's Mel, Nell Nell.
0: Nell Nell. <laughs> that's her full name is Nell Nell. Nell
1: Nell. Nell <laughs> nell, nell. nell. The N stands for nell. Nice. Nell, nell. <laughs> nell, no. nell. Nell Nell. Nell Nell
0: Nell Nell no, Nell Nell Nell. <laughs> nell 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 Nell. Put the tea ladies and Nell in the the shared universe.
1: It's canon.
0: That's the only expanded cinematic universe I need. (laughs) The Nell Tea Lady cinematic universe.
1: Nell and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's a perfect crossover.
0: They make tea. They commiserate in gibberish about skin disease. (laughs) It's all I ever wanted.
1: Oh, this movie, right? yeah
0: yeah it's real good if this if it hadn't been for the film code like that girl would have died
1: absolutely
0: <laughs> like, i'm surprised this movie went as far as it did
1: yeah it uh just you never know where it's gonna go and i love yeah. that so much and yeah. everybody is perfect how is Anne bancroft only 21
0: uh, that is I mean, I would have guessed she was like a good thirty three
1: yeah right <laughs> she, she
0: i mean and I don't mean that as a slight or anything no it's just the level the the level of maturity i I just feel like I don't know every we're all suffering from well, probably trauma and arrested development these days <laughs> the stage. Yeah. this, but it just does not it does not track at all that she's only twenty one no, she's I- fabulous
1: yeah it's so cool to watch her in this and just be like you're gonna be a legend pretty soon right man so i should find it if you can definitely check it out it's so good
0: it's real good it's real good the i mean i think all of the all of my notes are literally just lines from the script i love the line every line was so (laughs) fucking good Particularly, you smell like a cooch dancer.
1: I love it! Like <laughs> <laughs> cooch dancer? 1952? Okay.
0: Alright. It's so nice. It's so
1: lit. It is terrifying. Marilyn Monroe. Oh my god.
0: Oh. Just spectacular. Just yeah. spectacular. I'm going to have to watch Niagara immediately. Yeah. Um, and just really, really pour one out for M-Dog. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's her rap name.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Sure. Who knows? I'm surprised they didn't make a hologram
0: of her. We have Tupac and Robert Kardashian, but no <laughs> Marilyn Monroe hologram.
1: Let the woman rest in peace, Please.
0: Please. <laughs> She deserves it.
1: <laughs> she absolutely deserves it.
0: Well, I'm glad she got to act. Right? And very, I don't know, it feels very influential in terms of uh, that kind of, I can see DNA for all of those sort of, these stories with these with these women that have these traumatic pasts that come back and, ex- and manifest in violence uh, later in films, like, you know, even all the way down to like your hands that rock the cradle and etc. I can see all of that stemming back to this. Yeah, all right, Stacy. Well, with all that said, look at look at look at all these wonderful things that you have decorated yourself with, Stacey. You've got your kimonos, your rings, your toilet water with Italian names. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you take all that off?
1: Oh, and get my, back in, Anthony. Your...
0: No, get back in your Mar- your regular Marilyn Monroe clothes, Stacey. Oh, okay, sure. And place your head on the chopping block. Or get nude if you'd like.
1: <laughs> I will be clothed, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise I won't be able to concentrate on all the questions. A naked chopping block, I mean, that's... Oh, please, no.
0: That's the Discovery Plus After Dark version. <laughs> that we're not doing.
1: Yeah, it's our deal with Cinemax. <laughs>
0: Um, the chopping block is our all-nude question and answer game <laughs> here on Gate Lords no. of Darkness. If you haven't listened to the show, we do not take off our clothes. No, instead, we are presented with three fully clothed categories. Uh, of questions that we have to choose to answer. Uh, we pick our category, we are given our category. we are we are given five questions. Um, we have 10 seconds to answer each question unless we call out, I want the wig, in which case Jamie Lee Curtis's wig from the 1981 film Halloween 2 magically materializes upon thy head, winning you an additional 10 seconds to answer the question because you you just confused our non-binary executioner, the head's day. Uh, if you get anything wrong, it's done. That's it. No more, No no second chances here, pal. But if you get all of them right, you have done a good job, and look at that. You'll go down in your own memory as a, a winner, baby.
1: Well, I don't know who goes first.
0: I think I... Well, I did something first last time, but I don't remember which it was.
1: Uh, wait. Uh, do I know? <gasps>
0: Are they... you sensing it? Do you I'm put you, it, place me... your, hold your finger up to the wind?
1: There's someone emerging from the, mo- the fog. Who is it? Is it me or is it you? (laughs) I placed my head on a sparkling clean chopping block. That means you answered first. Last time. You're correct. I answer first this week, baby. Ha-cha-cha. Well done. Uh, That was
0: very impressive. I feel like you should win already.
1: Yeah, that took all my brain power.
0: Well, now you get three categories to choose from. Stacey, you have, in honor of an old movie, three old categories coming your way. <laughs> what
1: a tribute.
0: Do you see how I did that? It's still theme with the movie, hmm? Yeah. Um, your old categories are synonymous with, and this is named after my pal Tom Hilton's uh, short film in which you have to name the real movie title based off of the synonymous movie title that I give you. Right? So I'd say arachnid infant, and you would say spider baby, if you wanted to be right. I see. Okay. That's synonymous with your second old category is who asked for this part two. This is coming back from last week, in which you have to only name one actor, one single actor from any of these completely forgettable and unnecessary horror remakes so i tell you the remake you just tell me one person that was in it (laughs) sometimes it can be a challenge because some of these remakes
1: the uh, way you're phrasing all of that makes it sound so easy like i give you the title of a film you tell me the name of the film
0: (laughs) (laughs) i mean some of them honestly it's easy but some of them are like well i don't But I think you'd get any of those. And your third old returning category is a red by any other name. And so these are all um, either looking for film titles or actors. They're all, all of them go, ultimately TLDR, what it comes down to is these are names that are variations of the color red in Mm. horror. Mm. So... (laughs) That's the sound of excitement. I know. I can... I took a class in reading signals and that's the sound for excitement. Your categories are synonymous with who asked for this part two or a red by any other name.
1: Uh, It's intrigued me the few times it's come up. So I say now is the time to make it my unholy bride. (laughs) Synonymous with.
0: Hell yeah! Hell yeah, yeah, yeah! How exciting. Okay. So, once again, this is in honor of listener Tom Hilton's film, Synonymous With. You can watch that uh, short film on Vimeo. It's about a horror host. And for the category, I give you a faux synonym. synonym, synonym. <laughs> you know what I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. So you just have to tell me the actual title, all right? Okay. Number one. Pull Me to Perdition. Pull Me to... Drag Me to Hell? Ding, 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 ding! Okay. Isn't that exciting? Yep. Don't you think it would have done even better had it been titled Pull Me to Perdition? Sounds sexier. It kind of sounds like a song Lynn Leslie would sing. Yeah. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right uh number two number two empress of the accursed
1: queen of the damned ding 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 ding
0: okay oh r.i.p and rice um okay number three. Oh my god i don't know if this is mean or not okay number three noiseless mound
1: <laughs> Silent Hill? Ding 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 ding! I don't like that. What? <laughs> now, I really
0: think. If they really want to reboot Silent I Hill. I
1: don't like it.
0: <laughs> you know, why don't you like Noiseless Mound? I don't
1: know. There's something about it I find very unappealing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, this is. You're yucking Noiseless Mound. Yeah! <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay. (laughs) Number four. Number four. Almost Night.
1: Near Dark? Ding, 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 ding! Okay.
0: Okay. You're on the last one here. You're doing good at these. You're doing really well.
1: I majored in uh, movies from the asylum. (laughs) So I know all about... (laughs)
0: Like Pacific Rim?
1: Pacific Rim. Atlantic Rim or whatever it was, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh yeah, Atlantic Rim. That's the actual, the Asylum one with Grand Green. Yep. Okay, number five for all the money. Oof. Inlet of Icor. Inlet of Icor? Icor. I I Uh,
1: I want the wig. Inlet of Icor. Lake of... What? I don't know.
0: Oh! And we're at time. <laughs> the correct answer was Bay of Blood. Oh. Okay. That's it's a hard one! I could see how you could not get that. It's a hard one. Yeah. Technically, yes, Iker is blood belonging to like a deity, right? But it sounds better with the eye, with like inlet.
1: Oh, I see. So it's about aesthetics and not like actually cluing me into something.
0: Inlet of of viscous, um, uh, nutrient carrying. Does blood carry nutrients?
1: I don't know. What am I, a Scientologist? Inlet <laughs> <way> of, of- <laughs>
0: <laughs> We like talking about movies. We don't know what blood is, technically.
1: <laughs> Carries germs, right? <laughs> love germs. I know we're in a pandemic, but there's something about quote, germs that really tickles me.
0: <laughs> like, you just sit back and you're like, germs, what a goof.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just I just like that it's such a generic catch-all.
0: Oh, as like a, a, a label for the...
1: For like, oh, don't touch that, it has germs on it. <laughs> I love germs.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'm so, I am so lessons.
1: easily amused sometimes. I think I would do pretty well in solitary confinement. Anyway. <laughs>
0: <okay>. <laughs> You're doing pretty alright in two years, Dan.
1: Yeah. yeah, this isn't so bad. Uh, Germs, am I right? I just sit there. Twenty-three and... <laughs> skidoo. <can> <laughs> Germs <laughs> germs. I do I don't know, it's I think it's so funny. That's funny. Yeah. Anyway Oh, it's your turn, okay Alright, uh, oh, <laughs> right,
0: right. Well done, well done. thank noble, you. Thank noble you. uh effort.
1: Sure. Okay, I'm dead. Uh well So oh you have uh well three categories, obviously. One of them is old. Two of them are new. Oh, plus. See, I'm still doing the work.
0: I gave up years ago. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so your old category I'm bringing back in honor of today's film, though, is called Do Not Do. Oh. And in this one, I describe a movie whose title begins with the word don't, like don't bother to knock, but that's not one of the answers, so uh and you tell me the name of the movie
0: category two wait wait you do say that do wait so if it was don't bother to knock
1: what i'm 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 just (laughs) i describe a movie the movie title begins with the word don't you tell me the title of the movie
0: oh oh okay Sorry, I got really confused because there was a sound and then I got distracted by the sound. So I thought I was supposed to, I thought you would say like, bother to knock. And then I say, don't bother. I got <laughs> really
1: <nervous. Wow>, that's <laughs> be a Never challenge. Mind. Never That'd mind. Shut be, up, shut up. That would be a real challenge, wouldn't it? Hi, I'm
0: present. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Well, this next category is new. And I, I, not to pat myself on the back. But the title is so clever it's like how did i even come up with it the title is name that queen
0: oh yeah uh
1: in which i describe a horror movie queen and you name said queen
0: oh yeah
1: so i want the name of the queen okay
0: and not the actor portraying the queen right
1: Oh. And the third category, another one that has the title is, I'm just like Stacey. How do you do it? You really are a writer. You are such a wordsmith. Like my God.
0: When she's not cracking herself up over the word germs.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh this category is called beep beep boop boop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're um, you're uh, Gina Carano.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's. <laughs> <laughs> uh this category is all about robots in horror movies shut up i describe a movie horror movie duh that features a robot you tell me the name of the movie oh shut up so your categories are do not do name that queen and beep beep boop boop
0: uh i'm gonna go with i i'm sorry i have to name that queen okay i can't how can i not that's just so on brand
1: you'll get these oh god but what if i forget the name
0: and then i'm further exposed as a fraud and a charlatan
1: we all know you're a fraud so and a charlatan yeah oh, don't okay. worry about
0: all it. right all we right.
1: like you. we mostly like you anyway oh okay. that's really money, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <clears throat> so name that queen you'll get these easy breezy don't worry about all the blood all over the chopping block from me. Uh, it probably has germs on it, though. Okay, you'll get these. These are so easy.
0: Naming a queen, okay.
1: Queen number one. She's an English teacher, not fucking Tomb Raider.
0: Oh! Oh, wait! Oh, wait! Wait, I want the wig! Wait! I'm an English teacher. No, wait! No, I know this! We love her! This is... Oh! This is... This is... Tia Carrera in... In Relic Hunter. God damn it! No! I'm an English teacher, not... What is... I'm an English teacher, not Tomb Raider. I'm an English teacher. I'm an English teacher, not Tomb Raider.
1: Not fucking Tomb Raider.
0: I'm an English teacher, not fucking Tomb Raider. I'm an English teacher... Not fucking tumor. Who? Oh, that's that's
1: that's. I have a
0: I have a feeling I'm dead.
1: Oh, you're super dead. You're. No. Already, we, we put your <clears throat> we put your head in a box. The box no, has already been the buried. First one. Uh, the answer we're looking for is Beth. From the descent. Into the Descent! God damn it! I love Beth. Do I love Beth? Can I say I love Beth? I'm a fraud. I think you are kicked out of the Beth fan club. (laughs) I'm out of the Beth fan club. If you don't even know her iconic line. What's her tomato joke? How do you give a lemon an orgasm? You tickle its citrus.
0: Thank you for knowing the tomato joke. (laughs) Hey, that is funny.
1: It is funny.
0: The citrus god well, damn it
1: well see don't you wish you didn't make new categories like me <laughs> I'm sorry oh don't apologize to me I, I I'm that apologizing won't. to Beth not you okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at my Beth shrine thank you <laughs> thank you which I should
1: have looked at when the question came up yeah god damn it well you win some, uh, you lose some. Not some you lose remember. worse than other people lose. No <laughs> names. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> Shit! Yep. Well, always, much like Don't Bother to Knock, you know, the chopping block is just full of surprises. You never know where it's going to go. You say, I think it's this one thing. Turns out it's something quite else.
0: Yep. Every time.
1: Uh, okay. God damn it. I'm (laughs) I'm so
0: disappointed.
1: We can hold hands in the afterlife.
0: (sighs) That's true. We're both dead.
1: We're both dead, so that's nice. That is nice. Um, we'll be back next week. We will. We will reassemble our bodies. (laughs) Well, until we are back next week, you can, you can, you know what, you can do whatever you want. I don't... It's your business. Do anything you want between now and then. And even then, you can do whatever you want. So, uh, see ya. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative.
0: I know, right? Uh.
1: I <laughs> don't